0: Hello, everyone. Welcome. This is Shefalina Z, and today we're talking to Holly Dowling, and she is a world-renowned speaker. She talks to the leaders of big organizations like IBM, Facebook, United Nations, and she's booked up until 2020. 2020. So we are so excited. I'm so excited to have her here on the podcast, chatting about miracles that happen in her life. And um, you'll hear it in her voice. She just has magic in her voice. And she's a human, which is so cool. And uh, I feel like, you know, this magical person can share how magic and miracles can happen in a human life. It can happen to her. It can happen to you. It can happen today. It can happen tomorrow. You never know. So, um, But they can happen. Miracles do happen. So welcome, Holly, and tell us everything
1: oh my goodness i get so excited i'm just listening to your voice and i'm like oh there are miracles everywhere remember the moment we met and i'm like I love your premise, Alina. I love your passion. And I was, I'm beyond ecstatic to be here with you today. And I'm like, which miracle? There's so many if we're willing to see them. They happen all the time. So you get to decide, my friend, where would you like me to start? The miracles from years ago or today or everywhere?
0: <laughs> you know, whichever pops into your head. I think that the universe is always speaking to us. And it's like there's a little pool. And um, I don't know where you feel it. I feel it in my chest. It's like, ooh, this feels yummy. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about that. So mm, you know mm. th- that's the miracle. whatever comes to you, it comes through you it's the one that wants to be shared.
1: I love that you just said that, so I've closed my eyes as I 'm listening to you, and I am just allowing the spirit to move through me because there is probably one of the biggest moments of my life was at my very darkest times we've all been through the dark times, right and The little that we've already talked and gotten to know each other, I'm such a firm believer. And it's not, I'm not saying it's easy when you're in the really dark times to see the miracles, but I have a mantra that there's miracles in the mess. And if you're willing to look up and not look down, I always say look down into the mud versus looking up, you can see miracles when you least expect it. And as I'm listening to you, there is a story, um, a really deep, dark time of my past that I haven't really shared a lot about. Just in this last probably year, have I started to come to terms with it's so interesting, right? We, we tend to keep some of the most, I'm going to call this one of the richest times of my life, and it's not rich monetarily. It was probably one of the greatest gifts I was given to grow and to trust and to see miracles when I really just didn't want to live anymore. And um, I, I share that because I think that when we're willing to reveal some of our dark times, when we've seen the miracles that pulled us through, that's when other people can heal. So as I was listening to you, I went back and I don't know, Alina. I just, I always call it the seven days that made my soul weak because somehow or another, ever since I was a little girl, I've always believed there's something bigger than us. There's something greater than us. I've always believed in a God. I've always believed in things. And then during the dark times, right, having been to some really low levels, I truly believe it's something much bigger than me that got me through. But this particular week of my life is probably one of the biggest miracles. And at the time, looking back, I want everyone to know that there's always somebody that's been in your shoes. And it was, um, without giving you all the history, I was um, had a child that was going to be two. He was right about uh, 20 months old and I was pregnant with the second one. And my oldest son had been very sick. I kept taking him to the doctor and they kept telling me it was nothing, it was nothing. And, and to fast forward, um, on January 3rd of 1994, um, he was diagnosed with a really rare form of cancer and on, yeah. And it was after months of taking him to all these doctors who kept telling me it was nothing. And so to appease me. So all of that, that was a Monday and I'll never forget what was supposed to be 45 minutes was seven hours. And all I saw was the doctor's face walking down the hallway and I just collapsed and they thought I might have the baby. I was eight months pregnant with my second child. So that was Monday, Friday. I begged them to let me take my son home because, um, I wanted to be home for the weekend, unbeknownst to the people at Children's Mercy Hospital. I wanted to get home because I had to pack boxes all night Friday night. And at the time, we had no we had no insurance, so everything was cash out. I had sold my my car to pay some bills, and that night I packed boxes and went into labor with my second child because the sheriff was coming on Saturday morning to take her home. And I went and woke up their father and said, "I need to get to the hospital." and going to have a baby like right now. And at six oh one, I had our second beautiful child. And at nine o'clock, the sheriff showed up to take our home.
0: Wow. And
1: and when I say there is a miracle, all I saw was doom and gloom. And on Monday morning I had found us a, a very, let's just call it a place to live. It was not anything desirable, but it was a shack that we could move into. And on Monday morning I got in a car to head down to Children's Mercy with my One son and my brand new baby, and at the time their father decided he couldn't deal with this and he decided to leave. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm driving to a hospital with two children. It's really hard. When I talk about it, I want you to know there's, this is actually a quite beautiful story. So go with me because I'm driving to the hospital and all I could imagine was, I just don't know how I'm going to do this. I don't know how I'm going to get through this. I I saw nothing and I wanted to drive the car off the highway. And I'm going to tell everybody listening, There's always a miracle. And although I may not have seen it at the moment, I want you to hear what was about to happen in my life. I was driving a car that was loaned to me by my parents so that I had a car to drive because I had sold my car and I'm listening it's one of those old cars where the radio can you remember this Lena but the yeah. radio you had to push you had to push the little buttons in the console to move yep. the radio station and yep. it had the velvet interior that was like rusty brown orange <laughs> and I'm I'm listening to this person that kept speaking saying are you grateful that you have eyes to see are you grateful Oh
0: wow oh my god Oh yeah oh no I'm getting
1: goosies as I tell you you're going to get goosies and I kept trying Oh my to- god it was a man's voice and I'm covered in goosies now because I kept trying to get rid of that voice. I don't want to hear that right now. I just was thinking I'm going to drive this car off the edge of the highway. Like, I just didn't know what I had to look forward to. And I kept trying to push the button to get rid of that voice. And it kept, I couldn't get rid of it. And it finally said, are you grateful that you have legs to walk, eyes to see, ears to hear? And all of a sudden in that moment, all I, could, all I, all I knew was I'm grateful I can nurse a babies." and I have a car, and I can get to a hospital. And here's the biggest miracle of all. I walked into the hospitals to meet with the oncologist team to get the latest. And they knew I had no health insurance. And they looked at me, and they sat me down, and they said, of course, I have a newborn baby in my arms. And they said, wow, you had a busy weekend. Um, And I said, yeah, very busy, actually. And they said, do you want the good news or the bad news? And I said, start with the bad news, let's end with the good news. And the bad news is that This form of cancer is incredibly rare. There's only been 11 cases in 19 years in the United States. And I just sat there and I thought, what worse could happen to me right now? And the oncologist, Dr. Max, who I adore, looked at me and said, but here's the good news. And this is the miracle. In that moment, my life changed forever because I was willing to see a miracle. She said, the good news is there's a trial drug. And if you're willing to sign your son on it, this will not cost you a dime. Everything will be taken care of by us in the Mayo Clinic. And that moment I realized there's a miracle in the mess. Do you see that I had all that I needed was handed to me and I could do this. Me and these two children and their father came back a few weeks later. I mean, that was another whole part of this journey. And what I realized through that is that, you know what? Humans are great and humans, we know we don't need to look to human beings to keep us going, right? We have to trust our inner voice, our inner spirit and the spirit that's much greater than I. That week of my life changed me forever. Um, I had to learn how to figure out how to make money. I put flyers on doors to get people to hire me, to bring my two kids, and I would do any work I could. I helped an attorney. She hired me to come help her input data. You would never guess that today, I'm a globally renowned speaker, and I truly believe that in those dark times, there's miracles. So the mirror and the endless miracles, Alina, every day I wake up and I choose joy every day. I choose the clients I want to work with. I choose to think about everything we have that I'm so grateful for. I know what it's like to have it all and to lose it all. And that day when I lost it all, I remember thinking I'm never going to be attached to material things. So I don't know anybody listening to this. If you feel like there was a time when I felt like I had a black cloud over my head, that everybody knew I had lost everything, right? Like you just feel like you're the only one out there. And if that's the one thing I can share with you, you're never alone, you're not the only person that's had to deal with some of these really dark times. And when you know other people have, and you can see that there's a miracle and this too shall pass, Oh my goodness! The miracles are endless, and magic is here every day. And just this morning—it's a Monday morning. Get up. Where's the miracles? There's going to be miracles all day long. I write it every day. The miracle today is that I get to be with you and kick off my week. So, how is that for a miracle in the mess? Wow!
0: Wow! Wow! <laughs> I'm just I'm just speechless because you know so many people, um, and me included, we complain about stuff. And of course, everybody has troubles, and of course, everybody has something that's hard. And we all have to get through it. But, you know, you had like a tornado of everything within a week thrown into you and your life turned upside down. And then instead of shutting down that, like, that's a miracle. I mean, come on, like you on the radio, instead of hearing like, so today's weather, you know, <laughs> you heard... That you have to be grateful, and instead of shutting it down, instead of saying, "Well, you know, f you, I'm gonna, you know, what do you know about my life?" You know, instead of focusing on all the bad, you were able to somehow turn it around and be like, "Wow, I do have legs, you know, to press the gas pedal, and I do have the eyes to look at the road, and I do have the hands to start the wheel." And it's just a reminder, like that's what you focus on. It doesn't diminish the difficulties that you had. It doesn't diminish all the trouble and all of the challenges. It doesn't diminish any of that, but it does make you focus on, okay, well, what do you want to think about? Like all of these things are happening. Like that is what you're dealt with. These are the cards, but you can also look at something else and your mind was for that one minute or however much time, you know, turned to the gratitude. And I'm so certain that if you did not do that, you would have come to the hospital and it would have been bad news and you would have continued... In the same spiral with the same momentum, but you change the momentum. Yes, you know you, you change yes. the momentum from, like you said, you know when you are in your darkest times, look up. Miracles yeah. in the mess. Don't look in the mud, but look up. And and you did look up, and that sign was sent to you. I mean, that's like that's a miracle. I don't have any other words to describe it. <laughs> something coming coming out on the radio exactly what you needed. Yes, and, and because you answered the call, like I feel like universe called you and said, "Okay, are you willing to focus on gratitude and be grateful for what you have, or you're going to be focusing on what you don't have and all the all the challenges?" And you took gratitude, and then it was the universe handed everything you needed, and now look where you are.
1: Yes, And I love the way you just articulated that. I love just to hear you share that back with me. And to be honest, this is not something I've shared much about yet to this point in my life. And it's so interesting that, you know, Alina, I don't know, many times we live in, maybe I've lived in a lot of shame. Part of that is I choose to, you know my mantra, I choose to live in wow is me, not woe is me. Yes. And I, and I really want to I really want people listening to, to look at your life, right? Are you living as a victim of life or a victor of life? It's all a choice.
0: Mm, I love that. Hold on a second victim of life or victor. or victor of life yeah yeah you know it's a choice I, right it, it is a choice because it's what you look at it, again i just want to reiterate it doesn't mean that you don't look at the challenges that you have and you don't deal with them it just means that you choose to focus on things that are good and it just it's a mental thing it's a training a muscle to focus on okay I have five fingers on one hand and I have five fingers on the other. I have five toes on each foot. This is awesome. And if that's the only thing you can think about that's awesome in your life, like think about that. But at least be grateful because, you know, I think as Joe Vitale who said, it's not positive thinking, it's powerful thinking. Because, you know, positive thinking means, oh, everything is yanky dory. Everything is great. Life is good. And deep inside you're like, no, this is not good. But powerful thinking is choosing your thoughts and thinking i can think about all the challenges that doesn't make me feel good and i can choose to think about all the good things that are happening i have the eyes to look at the things i have nose to breathe you know things that you do have whatever it is you have you know your smartphone right now you can focus on wow i have smartphone this is so cool (laughs) I i can search information i can go on google and find solutions like you know focus on what you do have Po- not for positive reasons but for powerful reasons because it makes you feel positive it makes you feel good and it just focusing on those thoughts i think is so so important And this is what the podcast is for remembering to focus it's like you go to the gym you go to the gym every day or every other day or a couple of times a week or whatever you don't go to the gym like once and you're like okay great i can <laughs> flex, muscle. Like flex the muscle of receiving miracles and seeing miracles you have to you have to flex it and you have to practice and listen to this podcast. And, you know, I started the podcast solely for my own person. Like I started talking to my friends about miracles solely for my purposes of getting myself to think about miracles, to think of positive things. And I thought other people will probably benefit from it. And so I created it because I felt like there was a need in me and I figured there must be a need in somebody else, but I'm just the same. You know, I'm just the same. I, I get to, I think about negative stuff. I think about challenges and I also don't want to share about, you know, sometimes my my deepest, darkest times. I don't want to share that because like there's such shame in that. Mm-hmm. But when we do share that, it's beautiful because people relate to it and it brings people out of their darkness. And what a gift, you know? Totally. And you know, that's what I truly believe that. And
1: it just took me the, a couple of years ago when I shared started going public with another really difficult time in my past. And I honestly, Helena, you just said it. To me, like attracts like, where we put our mind and our thoughts. It will attract, we will bring to us. If you focus on everything that's wrong in your world, you're going to continue to get more wrong and messy. If you can start to find one, this doesn't mean like um, huge monster steps, right? These are baby steps. But if you can start shifting your mind, and if this means, that, take everybody right now, get out a piece of paper before today ends, when you listen to this, and just write, if nothing more, three things. I know people talk about a gratitude list, but it has a powerful impact on your brain and it begins to embed in your brain and you begin to think about what you're grateful for so you can attract more of that. And one of the things that I learned you know, through this journey is that I, I now say, and I, I'm not kidding you, I pray and get out of my own way. I pray, put it out oh. to the universe, right? And then I get out of my own way and begin to allow things to manifest. And they do. But most of us are in our own way because it's in our head and in our thoughts, and when we do that, we're just blocking all the beautiful, as you called it, the momentum, the magic, the miracles, right? All the things that are about to happen that can, we can open up to. And can I just add one thing to this? It's one of the biggest lessons I learned. Let's just say I've learned over how many years now, how many decades. <laughs> and, um, and it's one thing I'm really adamant about. Even when I speak to leaders all over the world, I'm going to tell you, be very, very intentional. And to everyone right now, listen to what I'm going to say. Be very intentional about the people you spend your time with. You see, the people you spend your time with are an indication of who you will become. I mean, get really selfish, especially your discretionary time. Are you spending time with people that are depleting you and negative, I call them emotional vampires, Mm -hmm. or are you spending time with people that lift you up and inspire you and bring you goodness and grace in life? And when you get really clear on that, it's time to shed and let go of the toxins in your life so you can be open and ready. And funny thing is people like to commiserate with other miserable people. Yeah, right, right.
0: Yeah. yeah, and you know, you're absolutely right. And my a friend of mine, she's an inspirational speaker and coach and she says that she has a limit of how much time she spends with her family because <laughs> they drain her energy and she cannot do that. And I know it's hard and I know it's harsh, but you gotta focus on what you can bring and you cannot make your family happy if they're not happy. You can't, but you can make them at least look at you as an example and if they're draining your energy, like spend time alone with your computer, with YouTube, you know, go to Holly social media, you know, Holly D Dowling, D-O-W-L-I-N-G, you know, and surround yourself with her energy. Go to Dalai Lama's, go, you know, Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. I mean, Dalai Lama has all of those instead of following somebody who is full of hate and negativity you know, you can, you can surround yourself with people and spend time with people you don't even know by following them on social media.
1: You're exactly th- right. There's yes. no
0: excuse. And all of my Instagram is happy, inspiring people that I just get. That's why I started this podcast thinking like <laughs> I'm surrounded with so many amazing, magical people. And I might not know them in person. Some of them I didn't. And some of them I did know in person, but I haven't spent time with them in person because they're far away and you know holly and i met through a friend and we we met online um so you guys can do the same it's so so important what holly said be intentional about people you spend your time with this mm-hmm. is so so important because you become the reflection of the five people the closest to you and it's so true and you know what i want to say also, what you said was so important, and this is my challenge, has been my challenge because and this is why I'm, I'm loving this podcast. Is the <laughs> reminder, and this is my reminder actually for my intention for the week? I'll share with you. I is, love it. Is, is uh, allow mm. what is, and in your words is get out of your way. <laughs> I'm trying like, oh, I want it this way, I want it that way. Okay, well, I'm doing things and I'm feeling things, and it's dory. But when I'm starting to push against what is, and I get in my own way with my negative thinking that, well, you know, the definition of hell is being here and wanting to be somewhere else.
1: Mm. The definition of
0: hell. Oh, I love that. Right? (laughs) And, And you have to get out of your own way because the universe will bring you to the place you want to be, to desire to be, but you have to be mentally grateful for what you already have. You have to be grateful for, being a part of this universe you have to be grateful for anything and you have to get out of your way so i'm this week i'm getting out of my way and i'm not gonna i don't want um i want to i'm not gonna think positively i want things to unfold the way they are for my highest good While I focus on things I'm grateful for and have my intention of what I would like, but I'm getting out of my own way because my mind can get, oh my gosh, everybody's minds, right? Absolutely.
1: And I love that you're using the word allow. I love that word. And I would throw out a few other words. Maybe it's a different week. Um, Allow, trust, and surrender.
0: Mm, I have a pillow from (laughs) Disneyland that says faith, (laughs) trust, and pixie dust. I kid you not. And it says, believe in magic. I have oh. a, a pillow on my couch to remind me to trust. That is so, so important. Thank you for reminding me to trust because that is something that is um, is so, so important for me to focus on. And uh, I knew we, we were going to do this podcast in the morning. It's Monday morning. And yeah. we do doing Mondays a Miracles. So this podcast is going to be posted on Monday as well. And you know, it's so, so important to trust, to trust. And that's what you did in your miracle. You trusted, you did everything you could, you sold everything you had, you let go and you trusted. Yep. And surrendered. And surrender. Surrender
1: is a really important word. It kind of goes with your allow, like trust, allow, and surrender. Surrender. And it's not easy. I'm not going to say this is easy game, but it is the most beautiful you know, I always say it's lean out, not lean in. Surrender mm. to me is like putting your arms up and just trusting as you lean back into what the universe is going to embrace you to be, and to do in this lifetime. And when we really, really can do it, there's a sense of peace mm. that is so unbelievable that it's magical when you feel it. And I just want you to know, every day it doesn't mean everything like. I have dreams and goals. I have all these things that I'm aspiring to take this business to and to continue to inspire people. And not every day is a yes, right? Sometimes I get my disappointments, and what I have to do and I've learned is trust that it's the next thing around the corner. Something even more beautiful is going to happen. And you know, you mentioned something I want everybody to know too. You're a guest on my show, and Celebration of You, just like you started the show, I started a show called The Celebration of You, and I got to celebrate you, Alina, because People, when they hear our stories, and we get to meet amazing people around the world. And when people's stories, they share and they pull back the layers of the onion, we get hope. We get inspired and you don't feel like you're all alone. So, as you just said, please start. Go listen to other people's shows. Go listen to things that feed your soul with goodness and let go of all the toxins. I mean, you and I, that's a whole, we could spend two hours
0: talking about that. Right? Yeah. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> that's the darn truth. I oh love it. That. But that's the thing. We talk about this. I love talking about this. And it feeds my soul. It feeds the soul of people who I'm talking to. And we just get so happy. And then that energy goes out to the world. And it's contagious in a beautiful way. And I want you guys who are listening to share this. And also, as we're finishing up, please visit Holly's podcast, The Celebration of You. And Holly, where else can people find you so they can be surrounded by your energy so they can get some of that goodness and to be reminded of surrendering and trusting and just being in your presence is so, so beautiful and powerful. Where can people find you?
1: Oh, you're so precious. I love it. I'm hollydowling.com. It's the website. You can find everything out there. You can go... I'm on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and LinkedIn. I mean, pretty much everywhere we are, I'm all about making sure that every moment we can get a dose of inspiration. And honestly, I never thought this would come up right now, but Alina, I'm willing to do something for your listeners, whoever wants. I actually... Put together a book of my favorite inspirations called holly and i did this a few years ago and it's not a book about me i didn't want it to be about me it's about little nuggets of inspiration and it's um a combined journal so i and i made it small so you could tuck it in your bag put it in your handbag your purse or a briefcase carry it with you when you travel and when you're needing a moment just to be reminded of inspiration you can pull it out and i always say just oh, tuck your close your eyes and just pray to say whatever i'm supposed to see today and then you open it up and you read the inspiration and for your listeners I would be love to um, give you a discount on that. So if you reach out, you can they can reach out to you, Alina, or they can reach out to me at hollydowling.com and just say they heard uh, me on your show and they're going to get a $3 off the book. Oh, so that's
0: amazing. doing
1: that out of the moment, right? That's just a moment of a miracle that just came through.
0: Thank you. <laughs> and you know, it's so important, like those things like carrying that in your purse. I think it would be such a gift to have in your life like you just constantly see it it's on the background and you know if you think oh that's not powerful that doesn't work you know think about if somebody told you you were ugly or stupid or whatever every day and somebody i'm sure in your life has done that but imagine the opposite like how somebody's negative words can affect you positive words can affect you just as much. And you have a little book that's with you all the time telling you miracles happen, amazing things happen. You're great. You can do this. You're smart. You're gorgeous. You are powerful. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know you. And I know it because the universe does not create things by mistake. You're not a mistake. You know, there's something so beautiful and everybody's got a gift. Everybody, no matter how much you think that you don't have it. And people with disabilities, the the one of the most inspirational speakers doesn't have arms or legs. He's married with kids. I love this, yes. Nick, right? He did not sit around thinking, well, nobody's going to love me. I cannot do anything. He's inspiring the world. He's married and he has children. Let that sink in. The woman I saw the other day on Facebook is legally blind and deaf. She is a lawyer for people with disabilities. She's oh. a lawyer. She did not let her disabilities just take her life away. She created a life. If that doesn't tell you that anything is possible, that you are smart, that you are beautiful, and you can do anything you want, I don't know what else does. But uh, for if you don't want the extremes of reminders that you can do it, I think book like Holly, Hollyisms. I love it, to remind <laughs> you of this magical woman and to remind you how magical you are because we're reflections of each other. If you're a human with flesh and blood and you can create miracles or you allow miracles when you get out of your own way, then so can you guys, you can do the same, you yeah. can do the same, but you have to allow and you have to trust and you have to surrender and those are hard. But when you focus on them and just like go into the gym, you flex that muscle of trusting and surrendering every day, before you know it, it's going to be, you're going to be a pro. You're going to be a pro athlete of surrendering. <laughs> I love you. I love this. That's a sport. <laughs> I trust and surrender, flexing that muscle. I and love it. It's true. And by the way, I I've know. been trusting and surrendering and I'm so tired because I feel like this emotional work is so challenging, but we keep growing and we keep developing and I mean, what do you rather do? Like sit around and not doing this work and and sit in misery or sit in beauty and magic and in awe, even though it's not easy? You know, I choose that. And then it becomes easy eventually, I hope.
1: It does. (laughs) And that's
0: why I always say, choose joy. I choose joy every day. I wake up
1: and I choose joy. That's mine. I hope everybody out there has something that they get to wake up and put your mind on the minute you wake up. And if it's the miracle for today, every day is full of them. We just need to open our eyes to see them.
0: And you have the eyes you can open. That's two miracles right there. You have two feet to put on the ground. That's two miracles right there. You got four. Bam. Amen, sister. Amen. (laughs) Thank you so much, Holly, for being here. Again, I'm going to put Holly's information, contact information in the podcast description, and um, you guys can reach out to her or to me. Thank you so much for being here, sharing your magical light and inspiring everybody. And thank you guys for listening. And um, join us for the next. For the next podcast when we talk about more miracles. And please share your story with me. Message me if you have a story you want to share, no matter how big or small. You know, we all have stories. Every single person has stories. And of miracles as well. We just have to notice them and pay attention. So thank you so much, Holly. And until next week, guys, I love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.